you. I'm going to be in uh, Psalm 50, if you want to turn there with me. Um, Psalm 50 is a, a word from a, a prophet to the faithful people of God who are bringing their um, tithes and their offerings, fulfilling their vows to the Lord. But he adds a little correction to it in verse 14. So Psalms 50, verse 14. Uh, he says, Make thankfulness your sacrifice to God and keep the vows that you made to the Most High. A couple years ago, I um, decided to not eat fast food. And my children were not very happy about that because we didn't make as many trips through the drive-thru. And um, so they, they complained and, and they didn't think that they should uh, be assigned to my, my vow. So I would take them periodically to get their, their meals. And, um, you know, when you bring that bag into the car and you're trying to say no and you're just smelling the wonderful smell, I, I implemented what I called the fry tax. That means they each had to give me two of their french fries. And that was just to help me. I didn't think it was too much to ask, but oh my goodness. We, it revealed uh, two little hearts that weren't exactly <laughs> thankful. And uh, oh my goodness, they, they set up an uproar. Are you kidding? You can't do that Just What if we don't have enough? There's, I could not believe some of the things I was hearing. She, one, can she do that? Did they ask each other? One, can she really do that to us? <laughs> Does it have to be the first one? Does it have to be the first? Do, what if I don't have enough? If I give you two at the beginning, do I, will I still have enough? Um, I, may, I might not have enough. I not, might not fill myself up. That one, <laughs> one of them said to me, can I give you one big one and one little one? Does it have to be too big? They were bargaining with me over two french fries. My favorite one was the, can I give you this really extra crispy one that has the little green stuff on the end? Because I'm not going to eat it anyway. <laughs> I, I uncovered a heart issue in, in my children. And so then, I, had, then I, I stuck with it. I mean, it wasn't about me. I soon got, got over the, the even the desire for the french fries but I had to stick with it because I was I was cultivating uh, something in in their hearts and the more they acted in obedience the easier it became and they figured out that they still had plenty left over that they were never um, they were never left without just because they they gave me those two french fries and they started offering me more. I saw a, a heart change in them. And any act that we do over and over can become easy. But what this psalm is addressing in the people is they were, they were giving their offerings. But God said, you're giving, but you're not giving with a thankful heart. Their, their giving became empty. And I, uh, in uh, Psalms, at the end of that Psalms, God kind of sums it up. He says, but giving thanks is a sacrifice that truly honors me. If you keep to my path, I will reveal to you the salvation of God. So when we bring our offering, 
in the right way with, with thanksgiving and praise. He releases to us the whole of salvation. Do you need the grace of God on your life? Do you need his help? Do you need, are you thankful for what he has done for you? Are you giving out of a heart of thanksgiving and with words of thanksgiving? I did a little study for my uh, junior high Bible club this week on thanksgiving, and I found that thanksgiving has to be words that come out of your heart. It's not enough for your heart it has to be formed in words that come out of your mouth and saying thank you to God, saying thank you for the things that he has done for you. So as you prepare your, your offering, there are multiple ways to give. Um, let's just take a moment and let thanksgiving come out of our, our, our mouths and be thankful unto him and to bring your offering um, today with thanksgiving in the proper way that releases the whole of his blessing to us. So, Father, we, we thank you. We just praise you, and we thank you for your many blessings. We need your grace. We need your salvation. We need your help in everything that we do. And you have been so faithful. You have been so gracious to us. You have given us everything that we have, everything that we are, and we praise you for it. And we bring our offering today in thanksgiving, honoring you for everything that you have done. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Um, while they're taking up the offering and uh, finishing up there, um, was last Saturday we uh, we had a, a membership class here and uh, we uh, we brought six people in as new members and uh, so what I want to do this morning is uh, I just want to I want to acknowledge um, I want to acknowledge that and uh, I'm, I'm going to just I want to bring you before the congregation and want to pray Amen and uh, you know we're uh, we're working very uh, diligent to, you know, to, you know, to, to get people into membership, and we already have people signed up for our next membership class. There were a few people that couldn't make it, so, um, so let's go ahead and, let's go ahead and do that first. I want to do that. That's all right, right? You guys are, yeah, yeah, Pastor Brad, that's all right. So, uh, hey, Brother John, uh, so please, why don't you come on up here? He actually went through membership class with us. Um, Stephen and uh, Stephanie Robbins, if you guys would come forward, and um, Zephan Reiser, he's on this list. I know him. And, um, you know, one of the things about membership, um, you know, a lot of times people ask me, you know, well, do I have to be a, a, a member, uh, a member of a, a church to serve God? And, and my answer would be always to that. No, you, you don't have to be a member uh, to, to serve God. But one of the things, um, you know, being a being a part of a, a, being a part of a, a group or being a part of a church as a member you know, it's not like it's it's necessarily allowing you any more benefits as as a Christian. However, one of the things it does though is it it, it opens up that 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 door for you to be committed to a house. Amen. 
And uh, so we're always grateful and thankful when people, uh, you know, take this step. They, they go through the membership class, and, uh, you know, we, uh, again, we'll be doing this very soon. I believe we'll probably be doing it at the beginning of the year and uh, because we're a growing church. Amen. And, uh, you know, I'm excited about the people that have came in. They've been involved with KC. They've been active. Every, every one of the people up here have been active in ministry um, honestly, since they started, you know, I, I know Brother John jumped in, got involved real quick. Stephen and Stephanie, you, you guys have both, uh, you, you know, you're in early morning prayer. I mean, there's, there's a level of commitment. And Zephan, I mean, you, you do pretty much whatever we ask you to do. So praise God. So, uh, but, but I, I am thankful for you guys. So if you guys would just, all, all of you guys would just face me. And um, if you guys would, once your congregation go ahead and stand. And we're going we're gonna to pray for them. Father, <laughs> Lord, I, I, I thank you today. I thank you, Lord, for, um, you know, just the, the level of commitment that, that the one standing, uh, you know, here, here in, in front, Father, that, you know, their, their hearts, their minds are, uh, are mended to that of Christ. So, Father, I pray, Lord, even today for an anointing to come upon their lives at a greater level. And, Lord, I, I pray that, Father, that, uh, Lord, that you would use them. You would use them mightily. Father, that they desire, you know, every one of them desire a, 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 true, a, a true purpose and a true calling upon their life. So, Father, today I pray, I pray for that anointing, Lord, to come upon them in a powerful, mighty way in Jesus' mighty name. Lord, we bless them in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. We bless them in Jesus' name. And, Father, I pray, fill them up. Fill them up with your power. Fill them up with your spirit. And, Father, I pray. I pray for souls. I pray out of this group, Father, that there would be a great harvest of souls. And I thank you, Father, Lord, for their commitment, Father, to serving you, Father. And, Lord, I pray. I pray, God, that as, as we start a new year, Lord, uh, no looking back, that, Father, that they would walk according to your plan and purpose in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. If you guys would, let's congratulate them. Praise God. Praise God. God is good. We had a, um, Shannon Corbin wasn't here today, but uh, we'll, we'll be sure and honor her when she comes back in. She went through the membership class. Her mom was uh, out sick the, the day of membership also. And again, we have some others that we'll bring in as members and uh, always excited to do that. And, you know, th the food. We always have good food for membership. So, I mean, that's one of the huge perks. Amen. So anyway, it's, uh, anyway, I want you guys to go ahead and stand to your feet this morning. If you have your Bibles, let's go to Genesis chapter 12. Genesis chapter 12, and, um, you know, last week we started to get into vision, and um, we're going to camp out here for a few weeks as we go through uh, a new year. Genesis chapter 12, I want to pick up at verse 1. It says, Now the Lord had said to Abram, Get out of your country from your family and from your father's house to a land that I will show you. I will make you a great nation. I will bless you and make your name great. And you shall be a blessing. Everybody say, I shall be a blessing. And there, that's strong. I will bless those who bless you, and I will curse him who curses you. And all the families of your earth shall be blessed. Father, I thank you for your word today. I thank you, Father, that as we, as we venture into vision over this next month, I thank you, Father, for revealing your plan and purpose to every individual in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Praise God. You can be seated. You know, at, uh, 
You know, what I love about the, the story in Genesis is that at the age of 75, anybody in here with the age of 75? Got, got nobody in here. But at the age of 75 years old, God reveals something to Abraham. His name was Abram at this point, but he reveals something to him. And, you know, get this in the Scriptures because it, it's, so, it's so very important to see that in vision, that when we, when we pursue vision, the desires of our heart. You know, vision is birthed through the very desires that are in your heart. That's, that's, where, that's where vision comes from. It, it comes from the desires that are built down in you. Amen. And God does give you, He truly does give you desires. Amen. You, everybody believe me. That, that God gives you, He gives you divinely ideas, but He also gives you, gives you desires. So I believe that Abram, at the age of 75, you know what? He desired to be used by God. He desired to follow God's plan, His purpose, and His will for His life. Amen? You know, and, and, and get this, because this is what it says. It says, I will make you a great nation. See, this was a promise given to Abram, uh, Abraham. It was a promise. I will make you a great nation. Amen? Hey, can I tell you that God's plan for you is to make you great? Amen? Any, anybody with me today? That God's plan for you is to make you great. I will bless you and make your name great. And you shall be a blessing. Guess what? God wants you to be a blessing. He, he, he himself wants you to be a blessing to other people. You know, that, that's God's purpose for your life. Amen? That you yourself would be a blessing to other people. <clears throat> and, you know, this is what the word says. It says, I will bless those who bless you, and I will curse those who curse you. So you've got to understand something about our Lord. He is a protector. He is somebody that will protect us. He, he guards us. And, uh, and, and that's one of the things I love about God. But that's one of the things I love about pursuing vision. You know, at the beginning of every year, I, I take time and I, I, I get into, and usually in December, the last few years, I begin to position myself. I begin to, I begin to seek the Lord uh, for vision for, the, for a coming year or even the next two years. I, it's not that I place everything on a year-to-year -year thing, but I begin to seek the Lord. You know, Lord, what are you speaking to me? What are you, what are you saying to me uh, over my house and over, over God's house? Amen. So we're, so we're clearly getting ready to position ourselves as we come into a new year. And as well, I want the church to be able to do that. I want, you know, I, I want your next year to be greater than this year. Amen. Have, has anybody had a good year this year? I've had a blessed year, amen. It's been a great year, and the kingdom of God has advanced, amen. The church has advanced, and uh, you know I, th that's an exciting thing to report. I know Pastor Moran and I were talking about it the other day. It was like, you know, we we want to celebrate. We want to celebrate the wins. We want to celebrate the, the victories in the house of God. You know, many people, even through vision, they 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 curse what God has blessed. They, 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 they bring down or try to tear down the church. You see it through people's you know, silly Facebook pasts, all, all, you know, all the time attacking the church. No, God's blessed the church, amen? So, you know, so we stand in agreement. We're, we're here purposely to advance God's kingdom, amen, and to fulfill His purpose, His vision, and His plans for our life, amen. So, God, you know, so here, here you see Abraham. He gets, uh, he gets called out of his house to a place at the age of 75. So... What I want to get in today, in the first part of this, God is, God, God is willing to reveal His plan to you. If you guys have, take your Bibles, I want to show you some things in Scriptures here first. Let's go to John chapter 12. John chapter 12. Because there are true things that God wants to get to you. And, and if, you don't under, if you don't understand that God wants to reveal things to your heart, to your mind, 
He wants to position you. You'll, you'll, never grab a hold, you'll never truly grab a hold of what God has for you. So God, he, 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 he wants to reveal his plan to you. Amen? See, God didn't make plans just, for, you know, he, he's, he didn't make plans for himself. He, he is. I am. You know, he, he, he's, he's there. So his purpose, you know, Jeremiah 29, 11, for I know the plans I have for you, right? So we know, and we, we went over that last week, so we know that God has a purpose. He has a plan for everyone's life. It's not that you just wake up and you go through life ho-humming, thinking every, you know, just whatever happens today happens today. Because, you know, honestly, can I tell you, people that don't know God, that don't walk with God, they walk that way. They're just waking up from day to day, just waiting to see what's going to happen today. If God wants to bless me, He'll bless me. If God wants to curse me, He'll curse me. That's how some people talk. And, and unfortunately, that's not the God we serve. That's not the God we serve. God is willing to reveal His plan to you. Amen? John 12, um, John 12 31 through 33. I'm going to read this out of the NLT. Jesus said, The time for judging the world has come when Satan, the ruler of this world, will be cast out. And when I, have, when I am lifted up from earth, I will draw everyone to myself. He said this to indicate how he was going to die. So you understand something. Jesus, <laughs> Jesus was... He was showing the people the, the, the very way that he was going to die. But yeah, I want you to understand something. See, uh, Adam, Adam give, he, he, give, he give the rights over. He, he give the keys to the enemy in Genesis. You, you see that the, the fall of man began because Adam and Eve, they didn't obey. But see, Jesus came. He came to restore, to restore mankind to God. So Jesus, even here in vision, he's showing, he's showing the world, hey, I have come. I, I, I'm, I'm going to die for you. I, my, my life, my blood's going to be shed for you. That, you know, that, you know, in John 14, 6, you know, the, and I quote this often, but I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. So we, we understand that, you know, God is a God of vision. God is a God of timing. God, God you know, even here, Jesus, you know, he... he See, Satan was defeated right here. You know, people, you know because Jesus knew. That he, he knew his destiny. He knew his purpose. He knew that he was going to the cross. So, you know, here Jesus is announcing, I'm, I'm going to die. And, I'm, I'm, you know, we didn't, you know, I, I truly believe people didn't understand what he was actually dying for. But we as the body of Christ now know that he was dying for all, all the world's sins. Amen. John, you know, John 3, 16. You know, um, Think about what, think about what our, our Lord, you know, you know, has done for us. He died for us. He died for us. He died so that we could have life. But all, all this, all this in planning, all this in, in, in vision was, was set in motion. Set in motion so that you and I could have life. Amen? So that you and I could have life. You know, the cross was the place the enemy was defeated. When Jesus shed his blood, when Jesus poured out his blood, the cross was the very place the enemy lost. And you know what? It's the very place we win. It's the very place we as believers come, in, come into an understanding that, that we can have life. And the Bible says that we can have life, life more abundantly. Amen? 
You know, see, God, you know, a lot of times people think that, you know, that, that, that being a Christian is, is uh, you know, it, it, it's not fun. It's not, you know, there are no rewards in being a Christian. Why would I want to serve God? And, you know, because God doesn't do this, God doesn't do that. But you, you understand that Jesus Christ himself came so that we could have life, life more abundantly. Not, not only here on earth, but, you know, one day. You know, there'll be, there'll be a time where we spend a thousand years with Christ on earth. Amen. And that's called the millennial reign. And, and so we have to understand that positioning ourselves today in vision, positioning ourselves today to, to, to have God's plan revealed to us in our life will, will advance us. Amen. It won't, it won't pull us back. And one of the things I love about vision and uh, one of the things I, I, I desire to move in, operate in, oftentimes is, is, is the gifts of the Spirit. And, and, and I, I believe that that's a vision that God will give people. He will give people in their lives to truly follow God's purpose and plan and, and desire for, for their lives. So I want to go through a, a few things today because, you know, one of the things we, we talk about vision, we talk about, you know, why you need vision, but sometimes we don't get into how, how do you find vision. You know, because, you know, it's important that you understand that vision is something you can pursue. Vision is something that you can have. If you have your Bibles, go to Habakkuk. Chapter 2, Habakkuk chapter 2, might be a little more difficult to find, Micah, Nahum, Habakkuk, you guys there? Well, somebody told me that it was last week we were talking about this scripture, and, uh, and the Lord had revealed this scripture to someone. So God wants to reveal his plans to you. Let me start with this one first because um, being I'm here. You guys there? Let's pick up at verse 1. It says, I will stand my watch and I will set myself on the rampart and watch to see what, will, what he will say to me and what I will answer when I am Corrected. Then the Lord answered me and said, Write the vision and make it plain on tablets, that he may run who reads it. For the vision is yet for appointed time, but at the end it will speak and it will not lie. Though it tarries, wait for it, because it will surely come. It will not tarry. So one of the things, and I'm going to go through a couple things today. I don't know how far I'll get, but, but there are a few things that we can do to, to find vision. As you're going into a new year, you know, uh, prayer. We're going to talk about prayer here in a second. But one of the things even here that you, you'll find that the prophet was, uh, was, was kind of ordered to do was he was ordered to watch. You guys think, watch? What do you mean watch? You know, right here it says, I will stand my watch and I will set myself on my rampart and watch to see what he will say to me. So, you know, understand that as a born-again believer, you can position yourself to watch, to, 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 to see the signs that are sent down from heaven. You know that you're, you're a three-part being. Your spirit communicates with God's spirit. So, you know, we can be watchful. You know, I, I think sometimes, the, you know, the prophets, the prophets that are walking the earth today, I, I know and I believe that, you know, things are being revealed to prophets today about the return of Christ. Do you, do you not hear the roar that's happening in the nations now? You know, Matthew 24, it's unfolding before our eyes. And there, there are people that are pro prophets over nations that, you know, they prophesied or they, they have seen the things that are coming upon the lands. And they're warning the people. God has truly set watchmen, men and women, around the world to, to receive fresh 
fresh revelation from heaven. Amen. But so this is what this is what uh, Habakkuk was doing. He he was watching. He was in a position uh, where he was uh, where he was watching to have the plan revealed. Amen. Man, I tell you, that's uh, um, you know, being watchful and, and and being in prayer are two different things. You know, not not you you can do both at the same time. But, but they are two very different things. So let me, let me stay with being watchful. So, um, you know, being, being watchful, this is something that you do in your spirit. You, you know, it, it's, like you, it's not like you're sitting by the door just waiting for something to happen. And a lot of times we, we can't just mistake that, well, I'm just waiting. I'm waiting on the Lord. You still have to be diligent and pursue the things of God. You don't, you know, you, you, you remain watchful. You do the things. You're obedient to what God tells you to do. Amen. You, you, you look at the word of God. You follow the, the, the book of the law. Don't let it depart from your mouth, Joshua says. You know, so, so we're, we're diligent to stay in the word of God, but we remain watchful in our spirit. Amen. You know, you can't remain watchful in your soul or in your flesh because, you know, what happens when you're watchful in your flesh? Well, I wonder what's on Netflix tonight. I wonder what's on uh, Amazon Prime tonight. I, man, I feel like a pizza. I feel like this. I feel like that because, you know, what happens is, is we take ourselves away from God. But one of the things about vision, if you set yourself up, you know, Dr. Morocco, every year, you know, I, re- I remember being in, um, it was Maui, I think, last year in January, and uh, I was staying at his house and... Uh, he come downstairs, and he, I remember him making a, a comment about the word that the, that the Lord had been given him for KC because he delivers a, a state address to all the churches, over 400-some churches. Who knows what it will be by January? But, but he delivers the state address. And I, 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 you could just see the look on his face. And it was just like, you know, it was like, you know, it wasn't one of tiredness. It was a one of seeking. It was a one of, of waiting. And, uh, you know, waiting to receive a word. And, you know, many of you watch that, that service. We, we'll share that service, you know, at the beginning of the year. We'll share that, that broadcast with our church. But, I, I, you know, you could, I just could remember just looking at him. And it was just like, you know, and I, and I said, Doctor, how are you? And he says, well, I'm, I'm se- you know, I'm, I'm praying. I'm fasting. And I'm, I'm, seeking, I'm seeking the Lord for uh, the vision for, for all the churches, you know, and, and the word. And, and, you know, and I remember him making this comment. He, he made the comment. He said, you know this word. I I feel this word's heavy. He's because you know it, and, you know there there can be things. You know as, as you're watching, as as you're waiting on something. You know you there there's a heaviness that can come along with this because you know. But God's but see understand God's not going to call you into something. He's not going to reveal a plan to, uh, uh, reveal a plan to you that's impossible. He's not going to do that. And a lot of times, that's where people make the mistake in vision. They think that, well, God, God's given me all this. How, how can I do all this? He's not going to give you more than what you can handle. I truly believe that. So, you know, even in vision, I'll say this. You know, remain watchful to the things of, uh, to the things of God. Look for the signals from heaven. You know, you know, God may direct you. You know, Brother John, you know, he'll, he'll just, God directed me here. Or God directed me here. You're, you're, you know, you're being watchful to hear what the Spirit of God wants you to do or, or how He wants you to move. I remember one night at 4 o'clock in the morning, I woke up and the Lord said, go here. I, don't, I didn't want to go here at 4 o'clock in the morning. No way. I, you know, you need to go here. But, you know, I remember it was a time in my life that I was seeking God. I was desiring God. And I remember that even in this quest, it, w- it was an act of obedience. 
So even when you're watching, you have to position yourself. I'm going to be obedient to do what God asked me to do, even if I don't understand it. Amen. And I remember I got up and I looked at Miranda. She was asleep. I said, I'll be back later on. I got to go to Parkersburg. And she, she might have woke up and said, blah, blah, blah. and, you know, that's four, it's a 40 minute drive away. But God specifically showed me a place to go to. And I, I'll be honest with you, even even in that, I felt like I had failed in my mission. I felt like, you know, God had asked me to get up and go here, and I was supposed to do a specific thing, and I didn't do it very well, and I was a failure. But, you know, you know what, the thing about the enemy, he always wants you to think that you're a failure. He always wants you to think that, you're, that, that, that you know, your purpose wasn't fulfilled. But, you know, one of the things about watching and waiting and, 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 and moving when God tells you to move, you know, it was the act of obedience. It was the very act of obedience that actually moving and doing what God had asked me to do that I, that I learned some years later because, honestly, I beat myself up. Anybody ever beat yourself up thinking you missed it? You know, I should have prayed for that person. I should have, I should have laid hands on that person. I'm going to tell you, get over it. Get over it. Look for the next person. Amen. Okay, hey, you guys with me? Because, see, you know, that's the thing. You know, that's why on you know, Wednesday nights we're doing prophetic nights. It's why, it's why we, we're, we're, we're learning about the things of God. We're activating the Holy Spirit in our services. Amen. And you know what? We're learning. Amen. So we're always in a place of learning. I haven't arrived. Does anybody, you know, I mean, I haven't arrived at the fullness of what God has for me. Amen. And I, and I believe that that's the thing about vision. Once we get it in our heart to pursue God, we don't quit. We don't quit. You go from level to level. And, you know, once one thing's fulfilled, you go to the next level. Amen. So you always, always be mindful to keep vision in front of you. Amen. But, you know, I want to I want to tell you, please, please be watchful in your spirit. Be obedient to do what God asks you to do. You know, that, that, that's, where, that's where the gifts manifest so many times. You know, like a, a word of wisdom or a word of knowledge or prophecy or I'm praying over someone. That, somebody gets healed. You know, lay hands on somebody and, and you're like, you know, God tells you to pray for healing and you don't know. I, I, you know, I, I remember the first time I seen someone get healed. I had, never, I had never physically seen someone get healed. And God, you know, it was like God had sent us. It was, it was one of those things. You know, we, we were watching, we were waiting, and then when the orders came, we went. We went, we went and prayed, and we watched cataracts fall out of some lady's eyes. Amen. And I was, and I'm like, my God is 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 a miracle working God. We didn't, we didn't mix. You know, we weren't like there for 45 minutes in prayer. We we were like 30 seconds prayed. She wept, and you know, and and you know, it was wow. This is the God we serve, amen? He is a God of miracles, amen? So as you're watchful and you're waiting on the Lord, He'll give you assignments. He'll direct you. He'll, he'll tell you where to go. He'll, he'll order your steps, amen? Be obedient to do what the Lord asks you to do, amen? I will stand my watch and set myself on my rampart and watch to see what He will say to me. Man, I, you know, set yourself up to hear from God, Amen? Amen. So God is, uh, he is willing to reveal his plan. Second point in pursuing vision. Second point in pursuing vision. Pastor Brad's not going to leave this one alone. You got to seek God in prayer. Pastor Brad's always talking about prayer. We pray at 6 a.m. We pray at 8 a.m. He's probably going to have another prayer time. <laughs> You know, this is the thing with prayer. 
You know what prayer does? It, it, it draws God into the situation. It, it pulls God into the situation. You know, a lot of times people think that, that you know, I, I just say a prayer and hope it hits. Hope, hope, hope it hits. See, that's not the God we serve. You know, I, I, and probably there were points in my life where, you know, I prayed that way. Because I didn't, I didn't understand how to go to the Father. I didn't, know, I didn't know how to submit myself. Amen? You know, the Bible in James, it, you know, it says, uh, you, know, you know, everybody says, resist the devil and he will flee. But you have to do one thing first. You have to submit yourself to God. So that I, I understand something that in pursuing vision, I, you know, I, I have to live a prayerful life. I have to seek God. To, tr to truly get the direction, the vision, to pull down the things that he wants me to walk in. Amen? I have to have a prayer life. And, uh, you know, I know we pray corporately. And, I, and, I, and, you know, that's important. But I want you to understand something. Don't forgo your individual prayer time. Don't forgo the time that you spend with God. The time that you individually, corporate prayer, is, it, it is different. But your individual prayer life, you know, it should look a lot like your corporate prayer life. Amen. You, you know, believing in faith, you know, coming together, you know, with with the Holy Spirit, co-laboring with God, because see God, what he wants to do, he wants to show up when you ask. Amen. So prayer, what prayer does is it draws God into the situation, you know, um, you know, to know the will of God. It, you know, it's so important. And, you know, you know, is it the will of God to heal? Yes. Is it the will of God for people to receive salvation? Absolutely. It, it's, it's God's plan and purpose. It's why he sent his son, Jesus Christ. It's, it's the overall vision, right? I sent my son so that, you, so that you could have life. You could have life more abundantly. Whoever believes in him will not perish but have everlasting life, the Bible says in John 3.16. I was trying to pull that up a little bit ago. And so, so you, you understand that that's God's vision. That's his purpose. That's his plan for your life. He, he truly desires that for every believer. You know, but within that, one, you know, the, the vision of that, once, once you catch the vision, hey, I'm, I'm a child of God, I'm born again, you know what God does? He begins to fill you up with vision. He begins to fill you up with purpose. You don't need me, God gives me purpose? Yeah, God, God will. He will give you purpose. He'll, give you, he'll, he'll direct your path, the Bible says. You know, I've watched people over the last year, how God's directed people, man. You know, it's like, you know, he is a, he is a miracle working God. You know, where, where, some, where, where some of you are at and maybe where, you know, where, where, where God's moved you and promoted you and elevated you. Our God is such a good God. I remember, you know, looking back over my, my life, my Christian walk over the first five or seven years. I'm like, man, God, he really does love me. How could how could he do this with me? How could he use me with this, you know, with this situation or, or, the, or that? You know, I remember, you know, Zechariah in 4, 4.10, it says, don't, dis don't despise the day of small beginnings. I'm going to tell you that in your vision, in your pursuing vision, don't despise the day of small beginnings. You know what? We all have a starting point in pursuing God. We all have a place. You know, I, I feel like there are some things that I have arrived at, I have achieved. But, you know, I feel like e even now there are some things that, you know, the, the, these are like small beginnings again because I'm believing the Lord for, for greater so I, I, I chip away. I work at this. I work at I'm, I'm diligent. Amen. I'm faithful to do what God asked me to do. I'm watching. I'm hearing. I'm, I'm, I'm setting myself up to, to do what God asked me to do. And once you do that, I tell you, you'll, you'll begin to have purpose. 
And you're, you're never going to outgrow your purpose. You're, you're, you know, I, I truly believe that once you're a child of God, you, you'll never get to the place where it's like, well, you know, I've arrived. Everything's good, you know. I think when you arrive, you take time and you arrive at that moment, you know, guess what, guess what should kick in next? Faith. You know? Because you know what? We never, we never quit believing. We never quit saying, you know what? No, no there's more. There's more. God, God wants me to have more. Do you guys believe that today? That, that God has more for you. Amen? So it's important that you're a watchman. It's, a, it's important to know that, that, that you're in prayer. Actually, go to your, take your Bibles. Go to 1 Kings 18. 1 Kings 18. Verse 43. You know, don't ever quit in prayer. I want it's, it's such a critical component to vision. It's such a critical, um, it's so critical. You, you, you need to have prayer in your life. But don't quit. Don't quit praying. 1 Kings 18, 43. And he said to his servant, go up now, look towards the sea. So he went up, and he looked, and he said, there's nothing. And seven times he said, go again. Then it came to pass the seventh time that he said, there is a cloud as small as a man's hand rising out of the sea. So he said, go up, say to Ahab, prepare your chariot, and go before the rain stops. Now it happened in the meantime that the sky became black with a cloud and wind, and there was a heavy rain. So Ahab rode away and went to Jezreel. And, you know, what I love about the story was, you know, Elijah had set himself up right here. And you know what? He, 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 he kept seeking God. There, there's rain coming. It hadn't rained on the land for a few years. There's rain coming. You know, how many times did he seek the Lord here? Seven, it says. He, 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 sought, he sought the Lord seven times. So, listen, we don't quit. You don't, you don't, you don't, you know, don't give up on people. You know, I, you know, sometimes I, you know, I've heard people, you know, you know, pastor, if the Lord wants them saved, you know, he'll, he'll save them. Don't quit praying for them. Don't quit praying for a soul. Don't quit ministering to someone. Don't quit believing. Don't quit confessing that, you know, that, that, that their life's not going to get turned around. Don't quit on them. We don't quit on people. Amen. Jesus Christ didn't quit on us. Amen. What if he, you think about it, what if he had got to the cross? Nah, I don't know. No, his vision. He, he, you know, he announced to the people in the scripture that I, I, you know, I read earlier that my, my purpose, my vision, my, the, 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 the fulfillment of what I'm called to do, I'm called to go to the cross. What if he had got there and said, nah, I just don't, don't want to do this. See, we can't quit. You, you know, and even today, take that, take that into your heart. Don't quit. Don't quit at what God's asked you to do. Don't quit at what God's called you to do. You know, because rain's on the way, amen? <laughs> rain is on the way. Rain's another representation of the Holy Spirit. You know, Daniel was, uh, was also a, a person of prayer, a man of prayer. And, um, you know, when, when Daniel prayed, you know what happened? He received visions. He received, he received dreams through prayer. I mean, you see, see how God wants to reveal himself? That when you remain steadfast, you, you remain at a, at, a, at a place of prayer. You, you know, and you're in that. God's showing up, amen? He, he desires to move in your life through prayer. He's moved corporately through our prayer this year, amen? I mean, you know, some of the things that we prayed for, you know, uh, you know uh, corporately. We've seen God do that, amen? 
We're, we're seeing God do these things, amen? And it, it's, it's an amazing thing. So, so to pursue vision, please understand, you, you, need, you need to maintain a prayer life. How often should I pray, Pastor Brad? You know, well, you know, we, 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 get, we get around about an idea of, you know, you know Jesus, when he, you know, he, he told his disciples, you know, could, you not, could you not tarry with me at least one hour? You know, they're, they're a good, how could I give God an hour? Honestly, how can you not give God an hour? I, I'm the pastor, I'm supposed to say that, amen? How could I not give God an hour? So be diligent in your prayer life. As you, as you start a new year, you know, we'll start off with prayer and fasting. You know, pray with your kids. Set, set that time aside. Pray, pray with your children, amen? Teach them. You know, maybe it starts with dinner. You know, because, you know, a lot, a lot of times, you know, well, we, we kind of just skip over that. We, you know, it's not important to pray. No, you, you teach that. You're beginning to teach things, to even, even to your children, where, you know, if you, you, know you're, you go to prayer and your children are like, well, hey, we can't eat until we pray, because your children are picking up on that, amen? They're catching that. So it, it's important that you instill, you instill prayer ar- around the things that you do in life. You know, the one thing about prayer... God can't reveal his plans to you if you don't ask. He can't, he can't get things to you. He can't divinely pour things into your mind if you don't ask. So you have to ask God, amen? What are you asking for in December of 2021 as you move into a new year? What are you, what are you asking the Lord for? What have you asked the Lord for and what have you seen God do? Can I tell you, don't forget what God's done. Well, he, didn't, he, he, he showed up in this situation, but he's not showing up here. Don't forget what God's done. You know, that's why it's so important to stay, to stay, to stay the course. You know, with vision, you, you know, it's, you, you have to have the right bearing. You, 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 have to have the, you have to have the right bearing. You have to see what's ahead, not what's behind. You know, a lot of times in vision where people miss it, you know, they, they, they find themselves looking behind you know, an old way, an old way of thinking. Someone comes in and it, 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 they, they corrode the thinking. You, you know, it happens. It, it happens often. But I'm going to tell you what vision does is it keeps, it, keeps its, it keeps its eyes focused. It keeps moving forward and says, you know, no, I, I'm going to see this through. This is my destiny. This is, where, this is where I see myself moving. This is where I see myself going with the Lord. Amen. See, God, you know, he has a marvelous plan for your life. If you've never heard that. Please understand, he, he truly does. You know why? It's because he loves you. He loves you. Amen. Amen. Let's do another one. Let's do another one. You need the help of the Holy Spirit to pursue vision. John 10, 27. John 10, 27 says, that My sheep hear my voice, and, and I know them, and they follow me. So my, my sheep, my sheep, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a sheep. You're a sheep. My sheep hear my voice. And they, they follow after what, what, you know, so, you know, we're, we're being watchmen. We're, we're, we're praying. And now we set ourselves up to, to hear, amen? To hear what God wants to release to us. How, how does that happen? It happens by and through the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit, you, you get a download. And that, that's the whole thing where God tells you to go here and, and you move. Because you've heard the orders in which God's called you to move in. Amen. He's called you to reach out to someone. He's called you to, to pray for someone. Can I tell you that the Christian life, 
once we, you know, the, the breaking free for, for, for every believer should be, it's not just about me now. It's about everybody else. It's about my, 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 my life being submitted, my life being surrendered to do what Jesus Christ has asked me to do. My life is not my own now. Amen? You know, people, people get concerned over everything that's been going on over the last two years. My life's not my own. So, you know, I, I have to do what the Lord tells me to do. And I've shared this story. And I remember, I, you know, I, I remember the, you know, March of how many every years ago was. I, you know, two, two years ago. You know, when, when everything began to hit, you know. The, the only thing I knew to do was to seek the Lord in prayer. And, you know, I, I didn't have to remain in prayer very long to know that God had purposed what, what He had purposed in my heart to do. So you, I don't deviate away because you know what, what happens is if, if, if I begin to look backwards and I begin to look at what everybody else is doing, I'm not pursuing my vision. I'm not pursuing my purpose. And see, that, that's one of the greatest and gravest mistakes we can make. We, well, you know, this is, what, this is what all the churches are doing. This is what everybody's doing, so I, I should follow suit with that. Now, what's your purpose? What's your plan? What's your direction? You know, and I think once, once that begins to take root in your heart, you, you always know there's a driving force that's moving you, that's pushing you, amen? And it truly is the Holy Spirit. You need the help of the Holy Spirit. If you've not received the baptism of the Holy Spirit, you can receive that today. I, I, I believe that. God doesn't want to keep anything away from His children. He wants everybody to freely have the, you know, the full immersion of the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Why? It's because it gives you power, amen? It gives you power. It directs you, amen? And I tell you, so, you know, it, you know we, we all need a charge of new power going into 2022. We, we, you, know, you need a charge of power. I mean, because I, you know, where, where things are moving and how quickly they're moving, we've we got to walk in power, amen? I mean, we need it. We need it. Why do we, you know, because, you know, God's commissioned us to cast out demons, amen? God's commissioned us to heal the sick. He, you know, it's what Dr. Morocco always said. This isn't a game. This isn't just like something we're, we're, we're playing around with. He set his church on this earth with an authority to take ground, to take territory in 2022. Amen. You know, and I believe we'll see a great revival. Amen. Before the return of Jesus Christ. And I believe everybody in here is a part of that great revival. That God's going to put a fire, and He's going to breathe. I'm telling you, there's a fire coming upon the body of Christ to do more, to get more people to Christ. You know, to, to call people to get help to help get people back home. Amen. But you know, it, it does begin. Please understand, it does begin with you pursuing vision for your own life. Amen. Being being a part of vision. Amen. You know, I anticipate now. You know, I, I anticipate the word in January from Doctor Morocco. And it's like you know, and we get a preview before you guys get it. And I, I remember when I watched the video. I was like, that is a heavy word. Because how, how could God fulfill purpose in everybody while everything is going on? How, how could that even happen? How could, how could that word fulfillment even happen with, with you know, even in Hawaii? How, how could that even happen? It's because God, God, God has, he has a direction. He has a purpose. He has a plan for the body of Christ. Thankful that we have a senior pastor that was hearing. 
He wasn't saying, you know, you should go, you should go buy gold, Roslyn Capital, Fox TV. You know, you should, you should buy gold bars. He wasn't saying that you should buy silver. You know, you should, you know, you should get rations. You should, you should store up water. He wasn't saying any of that. But, you know, I, let's be honest. Some people went that direction. Some people still go that direction. You know, I, I've told this church, you should be prepared. And have some things in storage. That, that, that's just wisdom. Amen? Why? So that you can bless someone. So that you can be a blessing to someone. That, that's, that's really it, right? You know, if, if it gets that chaotic, I, our purpose is to make sure people get to heaven. Amen? I, it's, my, it's the vision. It's the vision that God put in Miranda and I. It's, it's the purpose in which God's called us. Amen? I, I didn't get called to sit on the sidelines. You didn't get called to sit on the sidelines. Let everybody else deal with it. Now, we'll be that church over on the corner. No, we're all called. Amen? We're making things happen. We're getting things done. Amen? We're getting people to heaven. We're, we're doing everything we can do within our power. Amen? And because you know why? Because we pray. Amen? Because we watch. Amen? We, we're, we're waiting on God. We're, we're, we're seeking the plan and purpose that He has for our life. Amen? And that's what we do. But you need, you need the Holy Spirit. Please understand, once you become born again, the Holy Spirit now is alive. It's now alive on you. Those, those unctions you feel, that conviction you feel, those things that, that are happening are now real. They're very real. That's called the Holy Spirit. You know, one of the things I love about the Holy Spirit, He is, he is a true comforter. He's not, he's not out to make you look bad. He's there to show you how, how loving our God and our Father in Heaven is. But, you know, the, the conviction when it happens, it's, it's like, oh, no, 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 that, that's the Holy Spirit. Yeah, I, I feel that. We, may we never get numb to the feeling of the Holy Spirit. Please, may we never get numb to the feeling of the Holy Spirit. Because, see, that's what changes us. That's what keeps things stirred up. You know, I pray, I pray that. Just raise your hands today. Father, I thank you. I pray, Father, in this house, may we never grow weary to the things of the Holy Spirit. I pray, Lord, even today that, Lord, the Holy Spirit would, would prepare and, you know, and would, would, uh, would, would show people the things that they need to see. May we never grow numb to, uh, to, to, the, to the pressing of the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' mighty name, in Jesus' mighty name, amen. My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. So those that hear God's voice, you know what God says? I know them. The people that hear my voice, I, I know who they are. I know who they are because they set themselves up to be obedient. Amen? So how do we walk in vision? We, we need the Holy Spirit. You know, what, what, about, what I love about Habakkuk too is, you know, he, 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 he began to write down. Write it down. Make it plain. For those that see, they, they can read it. And you know what? They can run with it. They, they can run with the vision. When doctor announced, you know, last year the vision, the 12-120, you know what he was doing? He was writing the vision down, and he was, he was giving it to the, to the body of Christ, now saying, run with it. Run with it. That's what KC West Virginia is doing. You know, we're, our vision's one, four, five. We submit, and, and we, we, we work at the vision. We work, we're working at the 100, amen? My lands, we're working at the 40 in prayer, and, and we're getting there, Amen? We look at our evangelistic areas and things, the number of people that have been one to Christ. We're working it, amen? 
Isn't God good? I mean, I, I look over the course of the year. Because, you know, if, you know, how do you get 40 people and pray when your church is only 50 people? You know, and now, right now, we have 20-some 20, 20 people, 25, 26 people in prayer every week. Praise God. Isn't God good? <laughs> you know, if, you know I'm, I say I'm not looking back. Well, you know, you know, the year before, we only had six. No, I'm looking, I'm looking forward. That in 2022, maybe we'll get to 60. I skipped 40. I went to 60, guys. Praise God. Amen. It's vision. It's vision. It's vision. Let me say something else about the Holy Spirit because, and maybe you don't hear this enough, but in, in pursuing vision and walking out vision, and I want to close with this. Minister Lee, if you'd come to the keyboard. You, you, you have to be quiet sometimes. If you, wanna, if you want the, the, a true purpose for your life, you, sometimes you have to break away and slow down and, and, and get clarity and get direction. Get clarity and get direction. Sometimes we think the, the, the more we run, the, the more we, 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 we get involved. You know, see, that's, that's not clarity. You know, ministry or anything you do, you, you know, people are like, well, you, you should work hard. Yes, you should work hard. But you, you, should, have, you should have a calmness about what it is God's asking you to do. It's like our daughter. She works at a coffee shop right now. I see peace in her. I, I you know, I, I see peace and I see vision. And I'm, I'm so thankful for that. Because, you know, I, I know what she's doing. She's seeing ahead. She's seeing ahead of where she wants to be. You know, it's her dad that's always pushing her. Are you ready to take the next step? You know, but, but you know, but I, but I see that. I see that. I see vision. I see purpose. And see, this is, what, this is truly what God wants to do with, with, with every one of us. But in this, sometimes we have to be quiet. You know, when's the last time you just parked yourself for 30 minutes, 45 minutes, an hour? No distractions. You put your cell phone away. Oh, my lands, Pastor Brad. How do I do that? I may get five more likes on this post I just shared. I, I know that's not anybody here, right? So... So-and-so likes me. Or, da, 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 da. You know, I, I, I mean, get your validation through Jesus Christ. Get your purpose. Get your plan. Get your vision through Him. See, you, you can't seek someone else's vision. You can be a part of vision. I, I'm a part of vision. Amen? But within being part of vision, God gives me vision. So that's the wonderful thing about KC. When somebody comes to us and says, hey, pastors, you know, I, 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 feel like, I feel like God wants me to do this. You know what we do? Yes, go for it. That is so awesome. How can we help? What can we do to support that? Because we're, we're watching people fulfill what God's called them to do. See, that's what the body of Christ does. You know, go, go for it. Make it happen. Shake things up. Lead 10 million people to Jesus Christ. But quiet yourself. Quiet yourself to hear from God. 
Sometimes the reason we don't hear from God sometimes is because there's too much clamor. There's, there's too much going on. And, you know, because you know, I've lived this way where, you know, I go from one thing to another. And, you know, even, even today, you have, to, you have to guard against those things. You have to get to that place where, where you can hear from God to get clarity from God. And as you go into a new year, I'm going to ask you to do this. Get clarity from God. I'm going to tell you this, too, because, you know, a lot of people think, well, I heard from God. God's plan is never to take you away from church. Ever. Ever. God's plan can call you somewhere. Amen. It can position you somewhere. But it, it's, it's, it, His purpose is never to call you away from the body of Christ. Because there's strength in the body of Christ. There's love in the body of Christ. You know, one of the things I'll say about this church, man, people root for people here. You know, I, I got a plan. I got a vision. You know what? We, we root for you. Brother John will call me sometimes, you know, and we'll just get on the phone and we'll talk. And, you know, I'm in, he encourages me. I'm praying for you, brother. Go win another to Jesus Christ. See, that's what the, you know, iron sharpens iron. This is real stuff. This is not, again, it's not a game. It's, it's real stuff. Iron sharpens iron. You know, we're, we're called to love one another. Amen. But in pursuing vision, going into a new year, maybe you're on, maybe you're on course right now. You don't have to have a vision every year, every three months. You know, you stay with it. And once you see that, that part being fulfilled, you begin, to, you begin to exercise faith and you begin to believe God for the, for the next level. Amen? But I, but I do know that being quiet sometimes is important. So you can hear. I worked a job, but you know, I, I got up with a, we owned a child care center. I'd get up at 5 o'clock in the morning, go open it. We were raising three kids. I would get home at 7, do family time. And, you know, it was like that for quite a few years. And you can get caught up in the rat race of making money, of, of doing a variety of different things. But I'm going to tell you this, that when, when you're walking in the anointing, when you're walking where God has called you to, to walk, you're not going to sweat. Oh, pastor. No, you, you, it, 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 things are going, there's going to be a flow. I'm not saying you're not going to sweat. But listen, you're going to have a peace about it. You're not going to just be jumping from one thing to another. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. A double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. Amen. That's what the Bible says. We're not called to be double-minded. Be single-minded. Be called. Be called. Be called in what God's called you to be and do. Amen. Pursue it with a passion, with a love, with a tenacity. And God will open things up. You know what I love about God, though? He'll... he'll He'll open the next thing up because He has a purpose and He has a plan for your life. Let's go ahead and stand to our feet. Thank you, Lord. Exciting today. We're going to do baptism here. We're going to be at the Fairfield Inn afterwards, so if anybody would like to come, I would, would love for you guys to be there. Hey, listen. If you would, just bow your heads this morning. You know, I can talk about God having a purpose, having a plan for your life. 
And that, you know, and, and that's, that, sounds, that sounds awesome. That sounds great. But if you've never made Jesus Christ your Lord and Savior, you, you know, you, you, you can't hear from God. There might be points and impressions or things where God's trying to get your attention. I, I, I do believe that. But you don't have open access to God if you're not born again or you're not saved. So today, I want to give you that opportunity. If you're, if you're not saved, you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Hey, today you can meet Him. You can receive Him into your heart. The Spirit of God will be, will, will be lit up like a Christmas tree. And, 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 and you'll begin. You'll begin to receive revelation from God. I, I truly believe that.